the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. The show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur. With more than 30 years of experience, America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonair with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. My name is Bill Twyfe. I'm the real estate rock star coming to you with investing on the go. This is 15 minutes of solid in your face information, real estate investing information. So here's what we're going to do. The girls gave me a hat and in the hat are some questions they want answered. I don't know what they are. I always tell them, Listen, if you're going to have me do these investing on the go videos for you that are action-packed, real estate information, said, I don't want to know what I'm talking about. I'd rather you just hit me with some questions and let me just talk about it for 15 minutes, whatever it is. So, let's look at what the next one is. This one right here. Notice there's only one left. What is this? Drop top three places to put bandit signs. The top three places. Can they come up with something better than this? Really? Top three places to put bandit signs? I could tell you that in the first minute. But I'm supposed to stretch this out for 15 minutes. Okay. How are we going to do that? I'm going to give you more than three places, probably. I'm going to explain why these places are great places and why we do what we do. Now, what are bandit signs? You may be saying, Bill, what is a bandit sign? Bandit signs you can get from banditsigns.com. Call up and talk to David or talk to his his mom, uh, Jackie, you know, and just tell them you want the Bill Twyford special, okay? The, the, because we do so much business with bandit signs that we send so many people there. They've got the best signs. You get 18 by 24, Okay, 18 inches tall, 24 inches wide. We get them in mustard yellow with black lettering. We put big lettering on it so you can read it. Don't make it look like a newspaper when you get done with it. Where you got to remember, people are driving by at 30, 40 miles an hour. They can't read something that's this tall. So you've got to have big, I think they're probably four or five inch letters on there. Probably four inch letters, I'm guessing. Uh, but they'll know what to put on the sign. You just want to have it simple. I buy houses cash, or cash for your house, or seller financing, houses for sale, whatever it is you're going to put on your signs. Here's what I like on my signs. I like to have some signs that say, I buy houses cash, no equity, no problem, and a phone number. I also like to have signs that say, houses for sale, seller financing with my phone number. I also like a sign that says, in foreclosure, question mark, money to lend. All right. Now, I have a different script for each one of these signs. All right. I have a different script for each one of these signs. But where do I put these signs? Now, I've got my 18, 20, 18 by 24 inch signs. 
They're mustard yellow with black letters. I've got the H stakes. You can get the small H stakes or the tall H stakes. Get some of each. Get some, if you want, if you're going to order 100 signs, get maybe 10 of them that are double-sided. Okay? When you're going to put these signs out, put them out like on the weekend. Go out Friday night after 5. Put them out in front of the entryways of the Walmarts, the entryways of the Targets, the entryways of Home Depot, Lowe's, your local lumber store, whatever. All right, because your weekend warrior rehabbers, the people that work during the week and then they rehab on the weekends, they're going to see your signs. And the homeowners that are behind in payments are going to see your signs because they're out driving the street. However, you're going to pick these signs back up Sunday night because the code enforcement people aren't out on the weekends. So put them out Friday night, pick them up Sunday night, and it won't cost you hardly anything at all for the signs because you're going to pick 95% of them back up. A few of them will get pulled, but it's no big deal. You want to be at busy stop signs. If they have, like, medians in the center, put them on there. Um, but you're going to have to do it on the weekends if you're going to put them out there. Now, another place I like to put signs is in the property or on the property of bank-owned vacant properties. So, bank-owned REOs, real estate-owned properties, that are owned by the bank, that are not listed with an agent. Now, now listen to me here, because you're going to, you know, you're going to hear, well, it's a bank-owned property, put a sign in that yard. Not if the property is listed with an agent. You don't want to put a sign in that yard. You want to go ahead, and if the agent doesn't have it listed yet, there's no sign in the yard. And what you're going to do is go in and put your sign in the yard. If the yard's being maintained, meaning the grass being cut, then put it up close to a tree or put it up in the flower bed, something like that, to where the guy taking care of the yard doesn't have to deal with your sign. It's real important to do that. Also, if it's vacant and it's got bars on the windows, you can put your sign in behind the bars, okay, because they've got the bars on the windows. Just put your sign right in behind that bar, and that way you can see it from the street. You won't need an H-stake. You won't have to put it in the ground or anything. Don't go up and nail it to the side of the house. I've seen so many people do that. That's so tacky. All right, you're just putting a big nail in, in, in the side of the house that says, I buy houses cash. You know, that's definitely something that's being done in some of the real low-income neighborhoods. But don't do that. You know, put a sign in the yard. Make it look professional to where it doesn't look like, you know, you're just nailing stuff up against somebody's house. And, yes, the bank does own it, so it is somebody's house. It is the bank's house. So... Uh, and if you're going up there and it's got asbestos siding on it, you're putting a nail in it, you're probably going to break the siding. You break the siding, now you're dim now you're destroying property, personal property. So you don't want to do that. All right, just put a sign in the yard. Okay, now, why do we put these signs in the yards of the vacant properties? Well, if we're putting an I buy houses cash, no equity, no problem sign with our phone number, people driving by are going to see that we have a sign in that yard. Now, if there's three vacant properties on that street that are bank-owned and we put our sign in the yard, what's the perception? The perception is that we own those three homes. And if somebody's behind in payments, they're going to be more inclined to call us than anybody else because they think 
that we own those three properties because perception's reality. They think that we own those three properties. So what they're going to want to do is come in and call us and say, hey, I'm behind in payments. I need help. And I saw your sign on a property right down the street of mine. Okay? So what you're going to all, all of a sudden do then is go in and handle those calls, those inbound calls. And you have to learn how to handle inbound calls. Because if you don't learn how to handle inbound calls, you can't, you can't handle that. You can't do that. All right, so you got to learn how to handle inbound calls and make sure that you know how to do that. Because if you're putting signs out and you can't handle those inbound calls, all of a sudden what you're going to find out, guys and gals, is that you're putting signs out, but you can't handle the calls when they come in. So you got to learn the script for each one of those calls. And that's something that we have for you. Also, what we need to do is when you're putting those signs out, if it's I buy houses cash, you'll have a script for that. If it's one of the other signs that says uh, houses for sale, seller financing with your phone number, there's a script for that. Now, why am I putting that sign in the yard of a vacant property I don't own? Well, I'm putting that in the property I don't own because, because I'm looking for people that have $30,000, dollars $40,000 down and can afford this much per month. I'm looking for buyers that can go ahead and have a little bit of cash to put down, maybe 10 15%, but they don't have the credit worthiness to get a loan at the bank or the mortgage company. Okay, they might be self-employed or something like that, or they might have just started a new business. And their income is up here. They have some cash, but they don't have the credit to get the loan. We can help them out by be becoming the bank, creating a note, and going in and financing a property for them. Now, here's the thing. You had a vacant property here that's bank-owned. You've got your sign in it, and your sign says houses for sale, seller financing with a phone number. All of a sudden, homeowner calls you up, or a person driving by calls you up and says, hey, I'm calling about that property that you have on 123 Elm Street. How much do you want for that? Well, I don't own it. It's a bank-owned property, but I don't tell them that. I say this, so write this down. Hi, my name is Bill. I'm on a cell phone. I'm not in a great area. Let me get your name and number in case we are disconnected so I can call you back. Hello, my name is Bill. I'm on a cell phone. I'm not in a great area. Let me get your name and number in case we are disconnected so I can call you back. Now they give me their information. Okay, sure, I have their number on my cell phone when they call me. However, I want them to give me their number. Okay, I'm teaching them to give me information. Then I say to them, then they say, yeah, I'm calling about that property on 123 Elm Street. How much do you want for that? I say, well, the investors and I don't know what we're going to do with that property yet, but let me ask you this. To get into one of our properties, we need anywhere from you know, $10,000 to $30,000 down, depending on what property you pick. How much cash do you have to put down to get into one of our homes? And, and you know, they'll say, well, we've got $25,000 we can come up with. And how much can you afford per month? Well, we can afford 1700 okay? And then I'm going to ask them how many bedrooms they need. What part of town are they looking at? Well, we're looking right there where you have that house. 
Okay, well, you know what? Let me go ahead and put you on my list. See, what I'm going to do is get their information, put them on my list, and then I'm going to go find somebody for them. Okay, find somebody for them that I can take the property subject to, and then I can turn it and sell it to this person here. So I'm going to find a homeowner that's behind in payments. I'm going to take control of the property, give the homeowner some cash, make up the back payments, and sell it to Bob the buyer over here that came off of my sign that says, Houses for Sale, Seller Financing with my phone number. Okay, it's real simple. It's not hard to do. You just have to know what to say. You have to have the courage to put the signs out, and you just got to make it happen. That's all it is. Same thing with putting out signs that says, In foreclosure, question mark, money to lend. All right? With all three calls, we start off the conversation with, my name is Bill, I'm on a cell phone, I'm not in a great area, let me get your name and number in case we disconnect because I can call you back. Okay, we want people to get used to giving us their information. So I want you guys to understand the three top places really to put signs are on busy streets, busy intersections. If you see other signs there nailed to the telephone pole, it's okay to nail yours there. Because obviously the city doesn't care that they're there. If they did, they'd already take them down. So put your tele, put your signs on the telephone poles if there's already signs there. All right? Put your signs at the entrance of the Walmarts and the Targets and the Lowe's and the Home Depots and in the center medians and stuff like that on the busy intersections where people have to sit at red lights. They can look over and see your sign. They'll write the information down. Okay? And the last place is to put them in the properties of the vacant bank-owned properties that are not listed by a real estate agent. Okay, that's, that's the best places to put them, is the last one. Because nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that other than our students. And they're letting signs sit there for six months. Now, if the house is at the end of a cul-de-sac... Don't put, you don't need to put a sign in that yard because nobody's driving by there. But if you're on a busy street and you see a vacant property and it's bank-owned and it's not listed with an agent, get a sign in that yard. Get a couple of them in that yard. It's on a busy street. People are driving by. 30,000 cars a day are driving by. Go down the busy streets. Look for the vacant properties. Put your signs in those yards. You'll be stunned how many calls you'll get. All right, guys? So with that being said, that's your top three places to put bandit signs and what bandit signs truly are. All right, so get a hold of banditsigns.com. Tell them that you want the Twyford Special. That's T-W-Y-F-O-R-D, and they will hook you up. You can go to banditsigns.com forward slash T-W-Y-F-O-R-D. All right, that will take you right to their site. And that's where you get the bandit signs. We don't get anything out of it. Once in a while, we'll get 50 or 60 signs that they'll send us, you know, free. But um, they're just great signs. They just are. I mean, they're good quality signs. They're not something that blows down in the wind. It's not something that when it rains, they deteriorate. Uh, nothing like that. So we want you guys to uh, go to dwonderful.com, sign up at dwonderful.com. Make sure you give us five stars. Tell Duan, write in there that investing on the go is your favorite session because I know it is. Because it's action-packed real estate information. And that's what it is, guys and gals. 
So this is Bill Twyford, the real estate rock star. We'll see you on another call. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your real estate, real estate dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.